This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, producing an essential ingredient critical to the U.S. food supply. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. USDA says its new cattle contract library was designed with producers in mind, but feedback to improve it will be essential. Taylor Cox is an associate deputy administrator with USDA's Agricultural Marketing Service. Speaking to reporters Wednesday at the Cattle Industry Convention in New Orleans, he said the tool brings plenty of USDA information to one place. What this library really does is fit in between that base and net reporting, uh, highlights further the premium and discount reporting, etc. So uh, what a cattle producer could do with this is what I hope to demonstrate for you this morning is just become more informed. Uh, and, and by being more informed, maybe be more competitive, etc. USDA plans to conduct a listening session on the library in early February, and Cox says feedback on the pilot effort will be needed as USDA works to expand its functionality. The library will be updated weekly with some contract data and monthly with volume information. It is currently a PDF on the AMS website, but Cox says USDA hopes to make the webpage an interactive module. In other news, movement on the U.S.-Mexico corn dispute could take a while. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. Biden administration officials are actively engaged with Mexico to discuss solutions to their ban on genetically modified corn imports. USDA Trade Undersecretary Alexis Taylor testified before a Senate Ag Committee Farm Bill hearing on horticulture and trade today. She says the Biden administration is working with urgency on the issue. We certainly appreciate the potential impact um, that the proposed decree could have on our corn growers here in the United States, but much broader than that. Um, fundamentally, our trading system uh, globally, but also within the USMCA, is built upon science-based policies. And the challenge to that is greatly concerning. I have heard from specialty crop producers, livestock producers, all with the concern um, of Mexico with this degree, decree moving away from that fundamental principle. Taylor did not have a specific timeline for a resolution, but says the conversations thus far have been productive. We have been very clear that uh, the USMCA uh, gives us a process to go down if we cannot find resolution on um, this issue and that we reserve all of those rights. Um, but at least today, we are still productively engaging and hope to find a resolution that doesn't um, disrupt trade, impact our producers, and ultimately impact negatively Mexican livestock producers who are dependent on this product as well. Bill Thompson has more on the issue in his story on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel. Finally today, Endangered Species Act reform has long been a far-off legislative goal for many industries, but a Western Issues lobbyist says prospects for action in the current Congress are stronger than one might think. Caitlin Glover is the executive director of the Public Lands Council. She tells AgriPulse the current back-and-forth of ESA policy between administrations is not sustainable for the 50-year-old program or for landowners across the country. I think in the current Congress there's a very real recognition, both because of need but also because of the anniversary, that, that there is an opportunity here for there to be a bipartisan effort to revise and improve the act so that it's not just the identification piece that works well, but that we can actually have meaningful and successful recovery plans for a vast majority of the species. And then we're also able to delist so that the Fish and Wildlife Service isn't in court 
all the time. She says many environmental groups might be hesitant to engage with NCBA and similarly aligned groups on potential ESA reform, but she says some allies could come to the table for the long-term success of the program. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. Sugar is an essential ingredient. Growing sugar beets and sugarcane right here in the U.S. is critical to our food security. U.S. sugar policy keeps a level playing field for our producers and ensures consumers and food manufacturers can get quality American-made sugar throughout the year. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from the Cattle Industry Convention in New Orleans, Spencer Chase, AgriPulse.